This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. On each episode of Barkcast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? Yeah, it's been good mate, thanks for asking. So we've had an email from Marie. Okay. And she's asking, she's looking for a dog trainer. Cool, I'm available. <laughs> good, but she's asking, what should she be looking for for a dog trainer? And is there any specific oh, okay. things that she should ask or check? And what's the best way to find the perfect dog trainer for her? Really good question. The The short and obvious answer is caninepointacademy.com. Thank you very much. I'm available. Um, I'm guessing Marie doesn't say where she is. And I'm also going to assume that we don't. she's not in Phuket or Thailand. I suppose there's a couple of things that, that do spring to mind. But off the bat, I guess picking a dog trainer is going to be the same to some degree, as it would be picking a plumber or a lawyer or any other service provider that you're looking for, in as much as there's got to be a, a personality connection at some level. I'm not sure plumber would be the right analogy. Not I would to use. help with your dog, no, oh, no, but to help with your kitchen sink, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I mean was it, a dog trainer, is that more of a personal well, yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 that, 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 from a, 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 the personality to some degree... You need to have a connection. From a, from a dog trainer's perspective, training the dog is the easy part. It's training the owner and engaging with the owner that can often be the hard part. So you have to be able, again, from the trainer's perspective, be able to engage with people. Equally, from the, the client's perspective, you have to be able to engage and want to engage with your trainer. So if your personalities just aren't vibing, if you're not connecting on that level, that's just going to make it difficult and uncomfortable. That is not to say that if you get on amazingly well with your trainer, it means they're a great trainer. And equally, if you just can't stand them, it doesn't mean that they're awful. So there is that, that sort of switch. But I would argue to some degree, being able to actually get on with that person to some degree is going to help you. Well, there's the old um, analogy that you buy from people you like. Uh, yes, but that doesn't mean that just because I don't like that person doesn't mean that they're not very good at what they do. So you've got to take in... You've got to look at the, the, the bigger picture. And when you're looking for a dog trainer, there's obviously there's two aspects. There's the owner and the dog. Mm -hmm. Do you get on with every single dog? No, it's a short answer. And you look shocked at that, right? Um, and I would ask any teacher, do you get on with all the kids in your class? That's a good point. Right, ask any parent, do you like both your kids? I can't answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, I could. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. tell you there's certain times of the day where I like yeah, yeah, one yeah. more than the other, yeah. that's for sure. So, look, I mean, some dogs... It's a rate. It's a rate like anything. Yeah. Some kids come into class, they're amazing. Some dogs come into class, they're amazing. Others, you just think, yeah, this just isn't. Do you have something in, in the dog world such as Dog Advisor or something like that? So there are a number of organizations, international organizations. IACP is one of them. The APDT is another one of them, which are two, they're American based, but they are global organizations. Sorry, has my dog advisor joke just gone totally over your head? Yes. Okay. Uh, you were probably relating to TripAdvisor. I was, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going yeah, yeah. for, for the review section. But, <laughs> but that's yeah. fine. You can but start actually, talking yeah. about all but the I different... But I completely gun that down for yeah. you. So, no, there are a couple of organizations and of which trainers like myself can be members of, which therefore gives you some element of accreditation that, yes, trainers within that are under that umbrella should be half decent at what they do, as opposed to Joe Bloggs just advertising in local press or on a local Facebook page and what have you. 
ultimately, in terms of just a, there needs to be, I would argue, some element of connection that you have with that individual. You then also want to look at maybe some accreditations that they have. Although in our industry, there's no defined accrediting body that says, if you are a member of this organization, it's like a gold standard. There are accreditations that you can have. I've got a bunch myself, but in, it's not like Harvard University have accredited this. It's private organizations. So you do take that, to be fair, with a pinch of salt. Now, with those, and I became a reverend once online. Yeah, okay. So uh, to be a dog trainer is easy. You can you know, Google dogtraininghourses.com. You'll find a million online courses. Spend 10 US dollars, get your course and accreditation. You're now a certified dog trainer. But where does that certification come from? So, yes, you might want to look at what accreditations that they have, but I would argue take those with some element of a pinch of salt. Do you, as a dog trainer, do you let people come in and have kind of to meet you, meet and greet the trainer? I, I insist on it. Um, and it's more for me because I want to see the dog. Because everyone will phone up and say, no, I, you know, my dog's great, they're amazing, but it's just this, this, and this. Um, or I want to work on certain things. Everyone thinks their dog is the best dog in the world. It's just amazing. It's so friendly and, and yada, 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 which is fine. But I want to see the dog that I'm going to be working with. And I want to see the owners because I want to see what that dynamic is going to be. Is the dog actually going to be difficult to work? Is it going to be intensive? Is the dog going to be a piece of cake? Are the owners actually invested into wanting to train their dog or expecting someone else to do the hard work for them so they don't have to do anything? Because that's not going to work longer term. So if Marie sent a, an initial email to a fictional... Or to any trainer. To any yeah, trainer. Yeah. If there a response, if the trainer wrote back straight away, is there a response that you would say highlights all, careful? Or is that a silly question? Uh, no. I would use that more like if we're contacting breeders, and we've spoken about this on a previous part about you know things that I'm looking for from a, a, a dog breeder. Yeah, there are, sp there are certain things that I would look at in a reply from them. In terms of from a trainer, I mean, even if they come back and say, yeah, I can make your dog, you know, do handstands and serve you coffee and drive your car. Well, I might think twice about that, but I certainly might investigate it as well. Can you do that? Uh, yes and no. We'll come back to that okay. at the end. Um, the short answer would be no, because I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would really raise a flag for me. I would, if I'm a, a client, I'm, I want to go and see a training with my dog. If they come back to me and say, yes, come on in, I'll go and meet them. And I'll just try, do I get a vibe off this person that they know what they're doing? Can they, like when I get clients coming into me for their first evaluation session to see if A, we want, all want to work together, I want to get hands on with the dog. It's partly for me so I can see how is this going to play out longer term. I'm already thinking about how these lesson plans are going to go in that evaluation session. It's also good for the client because they can see me working with the dog there and then. And that buys into the next point. Do they like the way that I work with their dog? The next, the way that follows on in our industry, there's kind of two terms that get thrown around quite a lot. One is a balanced trainer and one would be um, a positive only or slash force free trainer. The difference between those two fields would suggest a balanced trainer is one that essentially will use some element of consequence in their training. The, the science behind it is dog does behavior with reward, it will repeat in frequency. Dog does behavior with no reward or with consequence, the behavior will decrease in frequency. Science, dude, it works. 
Your positive only slash force freak trainers will say all you need is love and treats and affection and you can get any dog to do whatever you want them to do. Obviously, both sides will disagree with respective arguments. So it then becomes a case of uh, you as an individual, which particular camp do you sit in? And then also, if you are on that side of, you know, I, yeah, I appreciate that my dog maybe needs a bit of balance and a bit of guidance, but you've got a trainer that's there yanking the hell out of your dog with a, a choke chain or a pinch collar and, or, you know, putting them on a remote collar day one, high, um, high stimulus and just cranking the crap out of them, then yeah, maybe that's a little bit extreme. And if you're dealing with someone that's just sitting there with, you know, piles of treats and clapping hands and going, yay, lovey dog, while the dog's running around doing nothing for them, then obviously that's not going to work for you either. So I would at least argue going to see a number of trainers, like I started with, I guess you would see a number of different service providers for a lot of things and kind of get a gauge from which person you connect with, not necessarily the best, but you have some connection with your gut instinct of, yeah, I, I can see what this person is doing with my dog now in this session. The dog seems to be responding to them. I can see something happening. Then that's probably going to be the way you're going to go. Cause you've got to be happy with what's happening with your dog. If someone's being too loose with your dog and nothing's really happening, that's going to annoy you because you're not progressing and you're paying for sessions. Equally, if someone's in your eyes hurting your dog, and unable to explain why and what they're doing, that's not going to work for you either. Before I made a great joke about Dog Advisor. Yeah. Is there a review site? Now, the, the problem I have with reviews as I sit forward um, and put to my really mark- make a point. To make a point and put my marketing head on is we can all go and get our friends to write reviews. Correct. So how does it work looking at dog trainer reviews? Speak to previous clients. Uh, I on, on my website, yes, I've got my reviews from multiple platforms i encourage all my clients to you know please leave me a review as anyone does and you're quite right you know i can speak to you know jay would you mind you know, gone and yes you have been to me with your dog but you know go on leave us a five-star review will you everyone's done that and there's no i wouldn't argue that there's a lot of harm in that unless that's all you're doing and you're doing it for the wrong reasons but generally speaking most people i like to think are doing it for the right reasons but the bottom line is for a new client coming in, yeah, they can read all of these amazing reviews. But if clients come in to me, I will quite happily give them names and phone numbers of previous clients. Call them up. Go and see them. Speak to them. You could also argue, yeah, but you're just going to nitpick the, the good ones. Sure, I'm not an idiot. Um, but at the same time, if I've had, if I've had, diff- and I've done this with certain clients, I've had difficulties with them and their dog. But we're all on the same page and we understand the why. The client's not, willing or able to put in the time that's required with the dog the dog is the wrong dog for that household there's usually some sort of element that's not quite working and there's only so much that we from the training side can do so if that side isn't working then long term the dog isn't going to isn't going to work in that environment and i will happily put people in touch with with those sort of people because that's an important lesson for people to to understand it's very similar to the the, and you've been through this, you know, the kids nagging, daddy, daddy, we want a dog, we want a dog, we want a dog. And eventually the parents relent. Oh, and they, they come in for a lesson. It's like, oh, my, my child wants to, has always wanted a dog. We've got the dog for the child. The child's going to do all the training and all the work. And there's some six-year-old sat in the lesson that's either running around the room, playing on their iPad, no interest in the dog whatsoever. Well, who is the responsibility really going to fall onto? 
Well, I could mention my two rabbits, which I still have, <laughs> that I brought up in previous <laughs> Bartcasts, which I got for my children, which I still look after. Yeah, exactly. So what would you advise Marie to do? Now, we, like I said, we don't know where she's living, but I imagine, as, I mean, in Phuket, there's a couple of dog trainers. I mean, there's only one in my eyes, and <laughs> that's you at Canine Point Academy. But there are, obviously, there are different people that, you know, that can go and train. So what would you recommend? Marie, I would recommend, wherever in the world you happen to be, Get in touch with a handful of trainers that are local to your area. Have a chat with them, either on the phone or even go and see them if you can. And just get a vibe. How do you get on with those individuals? See if they offer you a free evaluation session or even a paid evaluation session. And just go for the one-off and see what are they telling you? What are they doing with your dog in that session? Do you like the way that they operate? Can you see how your dog responds to that trainer? And then get a gauge from there. And as you go through your lessons, you are going to hopefully see some progression with your dog. And if you're getting what you want from those particular sessions and your dog was responding in the way that you wanted them to, then happy days. If and not, it, pick another one. I was going to say, and if you're anywhere close to Phuket, then just contact Russell at Canine Point Academy because he's not bad. <laughs> Thank you very much. That Jerry. was my review that I wrote for you. I think <laughs> it was a five-star. <laughs> he's, he's not bad. He's not bad. <laughs> Thanks, Russ. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long-term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.